Welcome back, sports fans. It is back for another podcast, or we are back for another podcast, where we're going to talk about some interesting sports news that's happened over the course of a little bit. Um, Obviously, we haven't done a podcast in a bit. It's been a while, but we are back in this. uh, We'll continue to do them every week. Uh, Every Friday, I'm hoping that we can get them every single Friday. Without further ado, I'll top right into this podcast. So we're going to talk about all major, all sports today. It's going to be a general discussion of all the all the sports leagues, everything that's happening right now. The NFL preseason is officially over. We're getting only uh, a week away from the regular week one of the regular season of the NFL. Excited for that. I am. I'm excited to see what happens now. Um, and then we got the basketball season just ended. The uh, Bucks were notorious for the NBA championship. Then we had the Tampa Bay Lightning go back to back in the NHL, and now we have a possible chance of a new World Series champion this year um, in Major League Baseball. So, without further ado, we're going to get right into it to the basketball news. The Spurs today have officially made it clear they will now officially waive forward Chandler Hutchinson after they had signed that deal including uh, that was involved in the five team mega trade that was the Russell Westbrook trade happened a few months or about a month and a half ago at the draft that's that uh, they signed him out uh, the Miami Heat have finally made it official. They will ex- exercise the 2022 and 2023 team option for Tyler Hero, and that will extend him. The according to ESPN's Jordan Schultz, uh, the Raptors and Gordon Dragic have not come, to, uh, have yet to entertain talks about of a, in, in around the buyout opportunity. Um, again, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, it's a weird situation going on over there for the Raptors, and then Isaiah Thomas has been impre- has impressed the Magic's, or not the Magic, the Maverick, Mavericks, and Jason Kidd's and staff, and there's a possibility that he goes to the Mavericks this offseason. Breaking news in the NHL: Christian Dvorak is on his way to the Montreal Canadiens after a trade today comes up, as the uh, Arizona Coyotes will. Acquire a 2022, 2022 first round and a 2024 second. This, these two picks were considered uh, compensation for the offer sheet on free uh, restricted free agent, uh, yes, Barry Kakiniemi, uh, that had been signed by the Carolina Hurricanes. So they got that pick. They gave that pick to the Coyotes for Christian Dvorak, who has four years remaining on his contract. Um... He's gonna be the slate. He's gonna be slated in the slot for the second line. I think he's gonna fit well here. Uh, he posted 17 goals, 31 points, and 56 games with Arizona. I think overall he's a really good uh, player, and this will help them Canadians in the future in their long run. Um, so we've seen some. Uh, we have also got another update here. That Ryan Miller was has officially been named the assistant coach of Team USA for the 2022 Winter Olympics. We also heard that Nathan Jerby will be sidelined for four to six months after undergoing a hip surgery. 
This is a top, uh, is not a big loss for the uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets as he's not a major part of the team. He's he notched four goals, ten points, and thirteen appearances with Cleveland last year, and that was in the AHL, so it's not a big deal. Brady Tajuk has has been making contact with the Ottawa Senators on an extension, according to Senators uh, Pierre Dorian as they talk about an extension. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins have signed uh, Matt Barkowski to a uh, Barkowski to a professional tryout. This uh, will give him a chance to try out. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins have also si- agreed the terms to announce that they will go and give Brian Boyle a professional tryout. Brian Boyle going strong. Doing really good. Uh, and then we got some extensions here to go about. Uh, to talk about really quick. Um, we'll talk about that really quick right now. So, we have some one big one that's going to click uh, a ring. Drake Batherson signed a six-year deal with the Ottawa Senators worth $28.85 million. This is about 4.75 over the course of, two of the six years. Uh, so this is a really good one. He's going to be a top-line winger. Strong ability to play on both ends of the ice. Very good key power play player. Uh, great signing. I think they stole that contract. Henry Yokoharju had re-signed a three-year deal worth $2.5 million per season for the next three years with the Buffalo Sabres. He had eight point three goals, eight points, and 50 shots and 50 blocks in 46 appearances. He was a restricted free agent before the signing. Joel Therabee came up big with a big six-year contract worth $5 million over the course of the next six years. So congratulations to Joel Therabee. A very uh, good extension. Jack Johnson has been uh, has signed a professional tryout with the Colorado Avalanche, where he will make an impression. And then Casey Middlestat signed a three-year contract with two point five million dollars, where he notched ten goals, twenty-two points, and forty-one games last season with the Buffalo Sabers. This was a good one. He is uh, he'll have to be looking to build and be better for twenty twenty-one and twenty twenty-two. We had a big signing last last week, or yeah, or not last week, a few days ago. That was to Colton Perenko, eight year, fifty two million. This was announced by the Blues on Twitter, and he said, "I cannot wait where to. I cannot wait to wear the blue note for another nine years." Colton Perenko told the official Blues website, "St. Louis has been my home for the next for the last for six seasons now. This is where all I want to be." All I want to be, all the relationships I have gained, my teammates I've had, and the organization has had a big impact on me. Winning here in 2019 was special. I want to have a chance to stay here and do that again. So, this was a good uh, good signing. A lot of people weren't happy about how he got paid, how they're paying him. Personally, they, a lot of people thought he could have got more if he went to open market next year. Um, I don't see it happening. I didn't really see it happening. We had three big, huge extensions coming. Or three, yeah, three big extensions. All coming from the New York Islanders uh, on September 1st. 
announced by Chris Johnston on Twitter, where he said there's three deals. Elias Sorokin signed a three-year extension with the New York Islanders, worth four million, so three three years at AAV of four million dollars, recording a 13-6-3 record with 2.17 goals against average and a 9.18 save percentage. Casey Zizekas had signed another extension with the New York Islanders that was it had a six-year deal with 2.5 of it being over the course of the next six years. So congratulations to him. Uh, we also had Anthony Beauvillier had signed his contract with them. It was a three-year deal with $4.15 million. This is a great signing for him. And uh, first multi-year contract with them. So it's a great year for him. Uh, this next one, Kyle Palmieri had re-signed a four-year deal worth $5 million with the New York Islanders. This is a good idea for them. He appeared well, did well, seven goals in, two, uh, in 19 playoff games with them this season. So congratulations to them on that. Now, preseason... Coming up soon, we've got pre the NHL preseason kicking off. Training camp's about to start. Uh, Jack Eichel had did fi- did fire his uh, his representation, his agents, a few weeks ago. But on October twelfth, we will see two matchups: the Seattle Kraken will go up against the Vegas Golden Knights, and you'll see the Pittsburgh Penguins go up against the reigning Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay Lightning, at seven thirty. And the Kraken and Vegas Knights go at 10 o'clock. That's that. That's the preseason up for you. We got some baseball news. But. uh, We did have some big news here. Uh, Maryland. The Maryland Terrapins had made a big official statement. In their opening game. As Talalia Tegavola throws for 320 or 332 yards with three, three touchdown passes, beating Western West Virginia 30 to 24 in the opening game. So that was that for that. We got some more other stuff here. Uh, excuse me. Um, we did hear some news about Al Leader. Al Leader will not return to the studios. MLB News saying that. He will not return back until, unfortunately, due to the COVID, they don't want to get those things up there, so they don't want to be, uh, they do not want to go on that. So, we got some breaking news, we got some okay news, we got some semi-okay news, um, obviously, when you follow our Instagram, you'll know what's going on, uh, so, big notes... Um, Brandon Nimmo had unfortunately suffered an injury and now has been placed on the 10-day injured list with a right hamstring strain, so this could be a possible ending injury for him. And the Mets are in a current playoff push, so it's up to them to see what goes on here. Um... um Breaking news coming from the Rockies organization. 
placed left-handed pitcher Austin Gomber on the 60-day injured list with spontoliasis or spantolosis, and this is unfortunately a stress fracture. This will end his season, putting up a really good uh, set, the best of the numbers on the current um, the Rockies pitching rotation with 115 with one. Th- 115 and a third of inning of work and putting up a 4.53 ERA. Um, obviously, there's no update if you will be ready for the spring training. We did see some upsetting news. Upsetting news came a, lot, a few weeks ago, two, about a week and a half ago. Kenta Maeda underwent Tommy Junk reconstructive surgery. will give him a timeline. 12 to 16 months of recovery time, meaning he will not be back in the 2021 season. He will not be there for the 2022 season and will be hopefully healthy for the 2023 spring training. Uh, tough loss for the Twins, uh, posting a really upsetting career career number. Um, Justin Topa had suffered an injury and has been placed on the 60-day aisle as well with the right elbow injury. This uh, this season may be over for him now as the 30-year-old has left Friday's outing with the right elbow discomfort. Um, he's already went undergo uh, Tommy John surgery before, and uh, it's not good. Not good at all. Um... So, we got some other stuff here. Uh, according to Day- Reds manager David Bell, that he is unsure if outfielder Nick Zenzel will return for the 2021 season. Unfortunately, uh, this 26-year-old hasn't played since May 17th. Unfortunately, that's a big loss for the Reds. Obviously, struggling uh, injury-wise. They've been injuring all season long. We got another team on the rise, and the playoff pushes are in the make. We've seen a lot of teams make the playoffs. And we've seen a lot of stuff happen in this league of the MLB. So, without further ado, we're going to talk about the standings, where we stand at right now, how it's all going down, what's happening, and where we're going with this. So, here we go. This is, we got the, uh, we got the playoff push here, sorry. The MLB playoffs, um, right now the wild card is tight. There's a what, really tight spot. There's a lot of teams really trying to get in there. Um, obviously you gotta understand the one team there's only a certain amount of teams they able to get in. And as it stands right now, Chicago is in. The AL division leaders, Houston, Chicago, and Tampa are the teams that are currently top of their division. There's the AL card wildcard teams. Two teams right now currently fighting for a place in the wild card. Are the Blue Toronto Blue Jays with 72 and 30? They're about five games above 500, or about no seven and a half games. I want to say about, above 500. Um, they're currently working, trying to work towards getting into the playoffs. Currently, 
one game behind the Mariners. They would need one game to go ahead, tie it with the Mariners, two to break it, to go above the Mariners in second place for the wild card. And then they have to win three, get the next three to get ahead of the Oakland Athletics, who are currently sitting in third for this uh, third for this wild card spot. So this, all of this could be very possible for them to lose that spot. Here we go. So in the in the National League divisions, we got the uh, current teams. We got the San Francisco Giants, the Milwaukee Brewers, and the Atlanta Braves currently sitting here. So currently, teams that are in the wild card spot that are waiting that have a chance. The Mets are really far out. They need to be winning. They need to win every game. Currently sitting fourth in this race. This is a tight spot. This is a really tight division. They need to get there. Need to focus on what's important here. San Diego one game out from from getting into the second spot. Both California teams fighting to get into the playoffs. The Dodgers are actually at number one in the wild card spot right now. As uh as they hope to hold it. The Cardinals are hoping to get in as well. 1.5 games behind the San Diego Padres, who've been struggling all season long with their uh, pitching. After letting go Larry Rosenchild, uh, they struggled. Um, the Mets are fourth. The Philadelphia Phillies are third. The St. Louis Cardinals are second. The Padres are third. And the Dodgers are in first in the wild card, and the Cincinnati Reds are in second. So this is uh, that's that right now. Uh, obviously, Braves. It's a unfortunate turn of events, but it is what it is. You got to go with it. But now it's time to talk about the last topic on this podcast. Uh, break it down one time. We're gonna break it the NFL season down. We're going to talk about a few rosters, a few things that's been going on, stuff that I think, some players that should have been cut. But, but, we've seen the Patriots release Mr. Quarterback QB1 Cam Newton. There's no real detail in the confirmation of why he was in, released in the first place. He was released last week by the Patriots, or, or a few days ago by the Patriots, uh, after losing the com- competition to Mac Jones. Mac Jones has officially become the week one starter for the Patriots. So this is a new story happening now. Uh, so we got some stuff here going on. We did hear from uh, Tom Brady had told... Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times about something. 44-year-old said that he might... He's positive that he had COVID-19 in February. Uh, and he's been going out with the vaccinations. Uh, obviously, this is tough. But we are officially here. Uh, the preseason is over. We're in... Saquon Barkley will not be is not expected to have a full workload in Week One against the Denver Broncos. Uh, um, 
One player. Oh yeah, another one. Uh, the if it's official, Trevor Lawrence has been named the starter for Week One against the uh, Packers. I think it is. I'm pretty sure that's who it is. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, no, the Jaguars play the Houston Texans, so the Texans in Week One. But uh, no, that's that. Noah Fant is expected to play in Week One. The according to Dan Grazeno, uh, the Patriots still haven't ruled out trading Stephon Gilmore, who was placed on the P, uh, unable to perform list uh, yesterday after uh, that knee injury last season and going. He took the thing. So another thing happening. Uh, David Moore signed a deal with the practice squad. Um, according to NFL Network, Ian Rapport is reporting that Dak Prescott is fully ready to go and should be ready for week one in the opener against the Bucks. This should be a good series. A uh, good thing for him. And, uh... Yeah, so, uh... Obviously, this is uh, crazy stuff happening, but we're going to give a prediction. We're going to do it. That's what's going to happen right here, right now. We're going to do a prediction for the week one games in the NFL. My predictions, I know I'm already going to slaughter it what's going to happen in the week one NFL schedule. Oh, God. I don't, I don't know if I want to try this, but I'm going to do it anyways. I think on Thursday, we're going to see a sloppy game from your boy or from your man, uh, from your man Dak Prescott, I think the Buccaneers are going to walk away with the win. I think it's going to be a dominant performance. 37, I'm going to say 37-25, 37-21 is going to be my guess for that game. Texans and the Jaguars, I'm not predicting this to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to say 21 uh, 21 to 12, or 12, yeah, 12 to, 27 to 12, I think Jaguars are going to take it, uh, possibly, that's what I'm thinking, Falcons, I think that the Falcons are going to get trampled over by the Philadelphia Eagles, I think this game is going to be a quick game, quickly, easy, and over, within the matter of flash, lightning, and I think it's going to be a 27-17 victory, for the Philadelphia Eagles. The Steelers. I think the Steelers are going to be trampled over the Bills. The Bills are going to destroy it. The Steelers, who are currently struggling. They lost their running backs. Uh, their O-line hasn't been, hasn't been too good over the course of the last few years. So we'll see what happens. Their defense has gotten a little weak. But I think I personally think the Bills are going to run away with the score. It's 34 well, or 34-16 is going to be the final score for that game. Moving on to the Seahawks and the Colts. I think the Colts are going to ru run away with this game, actually. No, I'm going to say the Seattle Seahawks go up. It's going to be a really quick game. I think it might get close. The Se I'm going to say the Seattle Seahawks take this game 34-30. This game is going to be a really close game. I think it might go down to the wire with that. The Chargers and the Washington football team. I'm going to say the Washington football team 
takes out the Chargers in this game. They've made some significant improvements. They got Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think they might do it. I think they might go all the way. I think that they're going to win this game. I think, I'm going to say their score, their final score is going to be 27, 27-20 or 27-16 is going to be the final score for that game. The 49ers at the Lions. This game is going to be a quick walkover. Jimmy Garoppolo returns. The Lions struggling, but they have Jared Goff. Jared Goff makes his first official debut with the Lions in the regular season. But I think the 49ers got this in the bag. All their defense is ready to go, and I think it's going to be a big out brawl match. I'm going to say 30. I'm going to say 37-17 is going to be the score of this game. I think it's going to be a quick and easy game. The Vikings at the Bengals. This is another really serious game. That is going to end up in a brawl. I think one team's going to go away with the win. I think that it's going to be the Bengals. This game's going to be a three-point difference, 23-20. Unfortunately, one team has to walk out with the win. The Panthers are going up against the Jets. I think the Jets are actually going to open up this season with an actual win. I'm going to go with the Jets on this one. I'm going to have to say that they win this game 17-7. I'm going to say that. It's going to be a low-scoring game, but it's going to be worth it. The big powerhouse divisional rivalry in last year's playoffs, the Kansas City Chiefs at the Buffalo or the Browns. Can we see this matchup? Can we see it again? Patrick Mahomes and your boy, Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, and your boy, Odell Beckham Jr. are going at it again. This is another great game. I really think this is going to be a brawl. It's going to be a very deadly game here. I think we might see a few injuries, maybe serious ones at that. I think that the Chiefs are going to be stomped on by the Browns. And the Browns, in my opinion, I think that they got it this year to go all the way. So let's say I'm going to go with the Browns winning this game 32 227. I think that's how our game's gonna go down. Patriots at the Dolphins. This game is fairly new. Tua Tagovailoa has been the starter for this week's game on Sunday, the 12th. This is exciting. This is news. Um, the Cardinals at the Titans. I'll go back to the Patriots thing in a second. We'll go and give our prediction. I think the Titans are gonna walk away with the win here. Um, it's good. I, I would say Kyler Murray would get it, but DeAndre Hopkins and uh, I just don't see it happening. I don't see it happening this week. I think it may be a a, a downpour. I think that we're gonna go with the Titans. I'm gonna go with the Titans, and I'm gonna say 20, 24, 16. 24, 16 is gonna be my scoreline. Uh, Broncos and the Giants. I'm going to say this is going to be a decently scoring game. 27-12 final score. The Patriots of the Dolphins. I'm going to say the Dolphins win this matchup. And they win it 27-7 on the, uh, on the Patriots. Packers at the Saints. The Packers are going to, I don't think, are going to be able to stand up to the state, the Saints D. I think the Saints are going to walk away with the win here. I'm going to say 32 or 30 30-22 or 30-25, something like that, 5 point difference. I think that's what it's going to be.
Baltimore Ravens and the Raiders. I think this game's going to be an equally balanced. Might go to a tie. Maybe, maybe a three-point difference. 24-12 or 24-20 It's going to be my scoreline in favor of the Ravens. I think I have to favor the Ravens in this situation. Next one, we got the Bears and the Rams on Sunday Night Football. We got this last match above the evening. We will see these two teams battle it out. I think the Chicago Bears are going to walk away with this one. Even though Aaron Donald's expected to be ready to play, I think that the Rams are going to be an 0-1 team to start the season. I think that I'm going to go with the Bears. I'm going to say this is going to be a brawl. I'm going to say it's going to be a 37-17 win for these Bears. The Bears have proven so much. Justin Fields may be the starter. We haven't heard yet what's happening. But if he is, I think that he has the potential to put up those those numbers. And we'll see what happens on Sunday, September 12th on ESPN and on your favorite NBC and CBS. You can catch all these games on TV or on the NFL Pass Network. Go give it a look. And go get your passes before the season starts because this season is going to be entertaining. But without further ado, that's everything for this podcast. I hope you had a great day. I hope you're staying positive and enjoying life as, as usual. If you aren't, I hope this listening to this has given you a little bit more smile and hope to help your day. Without further ado, I'm Jordan and I'm out. Peace.